2: tra la the de ho happily ever after. tra la de de ho ho happily ever after. tra the princess, she walked happily home. tra de de ho she lived happily ever after. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What the Folklore? Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I'm your storyteller, Carmen.
1: Crime Weaver, Tyler. Uh... Do you like a name this week? Sure. An, alter- yeah. an alternate name?
2: Yeah, lay on that flavor.
1: What are you feeling? The pungent void.
2: Oh. Pungent. I feel like that describes a lot of us during the quarantine period.
1: <laughs> pungent voids. <laughs> yes. Or pungent piles.
2: <laughs> a little bit of both, I think depending on the mood of the day. So There's... tell us about yourself, pungent void. <laughs>
1: Does that not speak for itself? It kind of does, but
0: it also, like, it's more concerning than at first glance, I think.
2: I think also especially coming from Gordy specifically.
0: Because void Mm. suggests nothingness, and yet it is pungent. Yeah. And that is a troubling, those are troubling
1: words to put together. Yeah, that's that's the core mystery to Mm. unravel.
0: <laughs> there is nothing here, but goddamn,
1: does it smell! <laughs> Where is that coming from? Yeah, and that's and that's how many of us feel most days. I think
2: <laughs> I can't really deny that right now.
0: <laughs> well, Time has provided me with a new home page for my computer.
2: Oh, ha- has it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A new ho. Oh, that's that is your home page.
0: I'm just well. It has provided me with a link that I am then going to make my homepage, because it is a website mm-hmm. called LeftHander'sDay.com. Yeah, <laughs> because August thirteenth, when we are recording this, is apparently Left Hander's Day.
2: I should congratulate my left-handed friends.
0: Uh, there are some popular links on LeftHander'sDay.com, which is about Left Hander's Day, about the Left Hander's Club, how to celebrate the day. Share our posters and graphics, tour of left-handed information, top left-handed products, and anything left-handed online shop.co.uk.
2: I would like to know how to celebrate properly.
0: Let's find out how to celebrate the day.
2: Um, I have like, my closest left-handed friend on call now, <laughs> letting him know.
0: Warning, you are now entering a left-handed zone. What? Use of okay. right hand for everyday tasks
1: is strictly prohibited. Now wait. No one's saying you can't use your left hand.
2: <laughs> they did for a long time, so I guess this is just comeuppance for the age of hitting people with rulers Which when rulers? their hands were different.
1: I mean, I mean, there is some comeuppance uh, due, no, no question. One great idea
0: for Left Hander's Day is to help your right-handed friends, family, and colleagues realize how dexterous right-handed. Term, hmm. We have to be because we are constantly adapting to a right-handed world. Sure. Yes. One way to make this point is to make the right-handers in your life do everything left-handed for the day. I like how celebration. (laughs)
2: Like how celebration is now enforce other people to do things (laughs) to
0: (laughs) to live through your suffering
2: yeah like there's there is definitely a time and a place for that i don't know that celebration is what i would define that experience as being
0: get your right-handed friends family and colleagues to do all daily tasks using their normal equipment but with their left hand such as stir food in pans fill and pour kettle pour from milk and measuring jugs open tins peel vegetables and fruit open wine bottles uh wash up which is just like brush like clean yourself but with your left hand i guess cut bread eat and drink iron with an ironing board
2: Hmm. some of those things i can definitely see being like problematic because of the tool being designed but some of those things are just using your non-dominant hand to do something is tough. Like, washing yourself. It's not, I don't think a loofah is specifically handed.
0: No, in fact, I do use both hands already. I think a lot Left-handers-day.com of com
1: use both hands, yes.
0: Uh, have the commuter, uh, the computer mouse on the left of the keyboard and try drawing a shape on screen, or clicking and dragging. We usually have to do this with our right hand, as the mouse is shared. And always set up for right-handed users.
1: Yeah,
2: I feel like the
0: trackpad solved this problem, no?
2: Yeah, and like if you're sharing a mouse, it's you can. It's got a cord or it is cordless. <laughs> like that's something you can flip. Now, I can understand like it being maybe t- it's not really designed for a left hand. Yeah, right shape. and left
0: click are already programmed, yeah. but you can adjust that as needed. Also. In most mice. Uh, If you have a left-handed guitar, give lessons to the Mm right-handers. We hope this provides some inspiration, and please have a good look around this website for more information and ideas.
2: Is that the only celebration?
0: That's the entirety of this page on how to celebrate the day.
2: (laughs) the, The whole celebration is, your scissors are bullshit, wash your butt with your left hand, and...
1: What's what's on this page On other days (laughs) This is (laughs) I'll have to check back tomorrow And let you know
0: I guess Do you want to hear about some super lefties
2: Yeah sure Lay them on me
0: Just famous left handed people Yeah We have uh, Gerald Ford Ronald Reagan George H.W.
1: Bush Bill Clinton and Barack Obama
2: Yeah Quite a
1: quite a place to start with Gerald Ford.
2: <laughs> yeah. He might not be the win you think he is. I went to, um, I think I talked about this a little bit, uh, the American History Museum mm-hmm. with a, a historian friend. Um, and there's a 1920s fancy house there, the, the cheap Atlanta version of the Biltmore. Um, it has a, a Model T out front. And the uh, historian friend of mine said that a family member, I think maybe grandfather of hers, um, had worked for Ford. And when the depression hit and people weren't buying cars as much, they were like burning a lot of the excess supplies and things. And he like waited until stuff was on the burn pile and then pulled some fabric to go take back to the neighborhood so people could make coats out of it mm-hmm. and got fired. So I don't think you really want to claim Ford <laughs> for anything. If you've got something in common with him, just like sweep that one under the rug. Uh,
0: I clicked on a link that says, how will you celebrate Left Handers Day? And again... Uh, It just suggests things like talk about it on Twitter or make your workplace into a left-handed zone. Uh, But they also have an image that appears to be like uh, an awareness walk that was made in London to promote Left-Hander's Day. Um, And I don't know, it just struck me as funny that walking is to promote left-handedness. We
1: walk to promote all kinds of things.
0: But it's particularly funny to do it for your hands. In my opinion, anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah I, get. I get what you mean.
0: There's a certain irony to it.
2: Well, now we know how to celebrate. Um, I guess we will record this with our left hand for the remainder of the, the recording.
0: Know that that is true, listener. And our left mouths.
2: <laughs> what hell is the left mouth? I do actually primarily use my left hand to navigate the screen with the recording because the microphone is to my right. And i don't have a lot of space on this table
0: in post-production i'll make it so that you only hear us in the left channel <laughs> just to really upset everyone
2: that'll be real pleasant <laughs> for all things so um, now that we are celebrating officially uh, let's let's do a folktale
1: sure very well
2: all right. Uh, so today we're going to Iceland because it is yucky hot outside. <laughs> it's so bad. Good it's, one. It's.
1: Was it's that like was s- that it? What was that? Was that it? Was that what we were supposed to react to? Uh, like it was natural.
2: Oh yeah. Well yeah.
1: No. <laughs> oh, that wasn't no, the I line. Got- <laughs> that what you, what you? Yeah, you're <laughs> jumping the queue. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. tell me. Tell me when I should react.
2: Well, Tyler, you're in charge of this because I my brain just stopped working. Um, yeah, so we're going. So you're to You're not Iceland. even going to make the
0: same joke again.
2: I don't know what the joke was anymore. You... <laughs> it's hot. It,
0: it <laughs> was. It was moments ago that you made it and said, "I will make this
1: joke again when we're recording."
2: <laughs> that was like ten years ago in, in, in yeah. brain time.
1: Well, I just I just I heard that note and I just wanted to make sure that you know we implemented your note.
2: yeah no i appreciate you paying attention because i apparently wasn't we got it
1: we got a preview of this joke before we started recording just for the for the listeners
0: (laughs) and it's a preview that apparently will just be the joke now because we're never going to hear it again
1: this is a new feature where we sort of do production meetings during recording (laughs) (laughs) a new feature
2: (laughs) Yep, we've never done this before yeah, it's like sticky hot, though. It's, you step outside and it clings to you for a little bit. Even once you're back in air conditioning, it's like your body has not figured it out yet. So we're escaping to Iceland. It's, it's hot to there. breathe. It is hot to breathe. I don't know what it's like for for you up in casino land, Gordy, but it's it's real close <laughs> uh, <yes. down>
0: here. <laughs> the Sonic the
1: Hedgehog level. This this is definitely, of all the places in the U.S., <laughs> casino land.
2: Uh, so today we're going to be reading *The Witch in the Stone Boat*.
1: Stone boat.
2: Stone boat. Not oh. typically
1: what you make boats out of. I would, no. I would like, I would like to revisit *Boat Watch*. Sure. <laughs> well, how you feeling <laughs> here, here on this one? <laughs> It's been a while, and I feel like this is an easy pickup i'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say yes,
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say no that's that is
1: bold, and now we are going cover both bases. It, this could be a swerve,
0: yeah, it's a stone boat, and again, not really something boats are made of usually, not a very buoyant material to create a boat out of
2: now if you want to make it more interesting, you can guess quantity of boat in story
0: one uh, none. Cool. Boat is binary. Um,
2: this is this is another kid chaos production, uh, which probably makes another hat trick. I think um, I have to go back of, and check, uh, but you are probably like excluding
0: yeah, the the two parter. Even probably correct.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, that we're we're in another hat trick. I do try to avoid those, but there's a, a large quantity of kid chaos suggestions, and my. <laughs> Other suggestions were Just like two two parters or labeled for spook lore or statistically
0: it's gonna happen
2: yeah or there are like a whole collection of folk tales and I'm saying like, I do not want to read seventeen of these right now to figure out <laughs> which one for, one to for do. this one um, so I will get to those but for right now it's hot let's go to Iceland meet <laughs> some some witch in a and rock sit ship in a
0: terrible boat. Which, again, I will say, is not a real boat. I do not accept that. I do not... I wouldn't either. I will not honor this as a boat.
2: Does not meet minimum Tyler criteria for boat.
0: Correct. Which is float. (laughs) Once, a
2: king and a queen... Stopped mattering almost immediately Because they had a son named Sigurd Ah uh, yes
1: A good strong name One. And he
2: is a good strong boy
1: Many very very common <laughs> Someone is... Someone in Iceland So Siggy is the nickname mm-hmm. For Sigurd Someone there told me he was a fisherman He said if there were more than seven Siggy's On a boat at any one time They had to like change crew <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> seven
1: seven was manageable, eight was too confusing.
0: <laughs> it's good to know that there is a cutoff.
2: Uh, so this Siggy is strong, active, and as hottie, as so many of our protagonists are.
0: You said we were cooling off, Carmen.
2: Yeah. I lied. <laughs> we can't escape it. The heat is there. Uh, the king was getting old, and he was like, Son... I might drop dead at any moment and boy I would love to see you married first. Uh, okay, Sigurd- Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah Good talk. Like, <laughs> fun guilt trip. I'll get right on that. Um so Sacred's like, sure, whatever. Um and then he's like, Well, where do I even look for a wife? Is it like Costco, like or is there an order for him? Like what do you what do you want from me?
0: That's great, Dad. What is wife?
2: Uh, his father says, Look, there is a certain country we all know that one where there is another king who doesn't matter because he has a hot daughter. Take her. And yeah, it'd be great if you just nab that one. That don't one's get. Fun. You can you can order it on SkyMill.
0: You have a little sub quest marker on the top right of your screen now that says "Wife Zero of One."
2: <laughs> so Sigurd goes off to this certain country and he asks the king there, "Hey, can I have your daughter?" And the king's like, "Yeah, sure. I don't care. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't matter." Did you hear Good. your father?
2: Yeah, like fuck, whatever. You can take her. You're the first one to ask, so she's yours. Frankly, um, I'm
0: surprised you're talking to me. You're the first person to do it in decades since I last mattered.
2: <laughs> uh, one condition, though. I need you to stay here as long as you can because I am not strong, and I'm really blowing this whole governing business lately. <laughs> so I need you to manage my kingdom.
0: The camera cuts wide, and the castle's just in ruin, and people are actively fighting (laughs) in the background. It's a real shit show here. I don't know how you missed it on your way in.
2: I was just following the quest marker, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just going a straight line over mountains, straight with my horse.
0: (laughs) I was just following the line on the mini map. I wasn't looking at the screen. (laughs)
2: uh sigurd says yeah that's cool uh i do have to go home when my own father's dead though so just so you know and that could be, be worth, any day might be worth making a contingency plan they never made a contingency plan uh so there's a wedding i don't know if sigurd's father got to witness the wedding or just learned that it happened and if that counted and was cool uh, hopefully that's enough who knows Sigurd hangs out and does government for his father-in-law. He and his, the princess love each other dearly, of course, because why wouldn't why they? Not? They're hot. Yeah, they're both hot. What else do you need? And they apparently loved each other vigorously enough to have a son after about a year. <laughs> and then when the boy was two, Sigurd's father died.
0: That's the new Birds of the Bees talk, carbon. <laughs>
2: If you love if you love what? another person <laughs> vigorously enough,
0: where do babies come from? Well, what a mommy and a daddy love each other vigorously enough. <laughs> <laughs> One appears
2: uh so Sigurd prepares a return journey with his family. uh not addressed by the story is the fact that there's still no like they're just leaving the now older less relevant king back in charge of his own kingdom, the thing he couldn't manage before. So if we have, or do in the future, run across a kingdom that's just utterly in ruin with a lonely, senile king.
0: That should be easy enough to spot.
2: Yeah, it's this one. (laughs) It's the result of Sigurd just leaving. Uh, So they get on a boat. What's it made of? Regular boat stuff. You know, wood and rope and cloth. Sailcloth, yeah.
0: Score one. <laughs> I, uh, they, I must concede to Gordy, I suppose. Yep. There is, in fact, a good old fashioned boat.
2: Regular style boat. Um, so they sail for several days and then they are becalmed. The wind stops blowing and the sea mm. grows smooth.
0: Tony the is paddles extra, out.
2: Yeah, this is extra frustrating because they're only one day from home. It's like, damn it. <laughs>
0: We can see it! It's right over there!
2: Uh, so Sigurd and his wife are hanging out and chatting on the deck while most of the ship is asleep. And then Sigurd gets tired and he goes below deck to take a nap. And left the queen alone out on the deck playing with her son.
0: In the middle of the night.
2: Presumably night. I don't really... It doesn't go into what time it is.
0: Well, everyone was sleeping, so it's, easy, it's safe to assume it's night time. But I guess that's not necessarily true.
2: That's also... Like Iceland area is so depending on the time of year it could be midnight and still bright, good old midnight sun. So the queen hangs out there for a good while because apparently she's just got used to not sleeping after having a, a kid for two years. Um, and she sees something dark on the sea approaching them. And as it got closer, she saw that it was a boat with a figure rowing it.
0: Double right. What? What's this one made out of?
2: The boat comes alongside the ship and she sees that it's made out of stone.
1: Not a boat. Okay, well, I'm still at one.
2: (laughs) And then the ship is boarded by a fearfully ugly witch. The queen apparently has the freeze response in the flight-fight-freeze trifecta. Uh, So she doesn't move or speak while the witch walks up to her, takes the child out of her arms, puts the child on the deck, strips the queen of all of her clothing, puts the clothing on herself... Picks up the queen and puts her on the boat and says, "I put a spell on you. <laughs> <laughs> she, you're and gonna. Now keep...
0: You're mine.
2: <laughs> yes. Is
1: it John Fogarty? <laughs> he surely he didn't write that song.
0: I don't actually know who wrote that song. Andy Lennox
1: says a Google search. Andy Lennox wrote it. Or Jealousy Screaming Jay Hawkins. <laughs> That sounds I guess,
2: more appropriate. I guess was That's the, a good name. I guess
1: was the original cover. That's
2: a good name. Many, many times. Uh, so the result of this spell is that the stone boat's going to just kind of like zoom off until it takes her to this witch's brother in the underworld.
0: And nobody else on the boat heard a thing. Because that was an awful lot of activity that just occurred. <laughs>
2: Apparently it was a very silent activity I mean, getting dressed doesn't make a lot of noise
0: Getting undressed can
2: I mean, Especially when you're
0: undressing a different person
2: It can, but the queen was apparently just kind of frozen in shock That she was suddenly bereft of clothing Yeah The queen is still sitting stunned and motionless in the stone boat And the boat shoots away from the ship at full speed and as soon as the boat gets out of sight, the child begins crying. The witch can't get the child to shut its mouth, so she goes down to where the king was sleeping and wakes him up with a scolding for leaving them alone on the deck while the entire crew was asleep, uh, telling him how careless it was of him to do this.
0: Uh-huh. A witch might have appeared in a stone boat and stolen my identity, and you would never know. <laughs>
2: If we ever make an animated what-the-folklore thing, you are getting cast as the voice of every witch.
0: I just have witch in my soul.
2: I know. (laughs) That's where the
0: crime comes from, I think. (laughs) There's just a witch trapped in in there. there.
2: Are those
1: inherently connected?
0: I guess Little Jerry is a witch after all.
2: I forgot about Little Jerry. (laughs) So... Sigurd's very surprised at this scolding because his lady doesn't scold. She just she,
0: she doesn't talk.
2: Yeah, she handles his bullshit with the uh, the same quiet patience as as he expects her to.
0: You could take a child from her arms and undress her, and she wouldn't say a thing.
2: Yeah, or great wife necessarily material.
1: notice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but. In this particular instance, he's like, you know what? Fair point. I probably shouldn't have just abandoned you to take a nap.
0: What if a witch stole your identity? That'd be crazy.
2: That <laughs> would be wild, huh? Uh, I, w-
0: I would personally hate that.
2: Uh, anyway, let's see if we can shut this kid up. Nope. All right. I give Alcohol. up. <laughs> so uh, he can't quiet the kid either. So he just gives up and goes to wake up all the sailors because a breeze has finally sprung up. And it's like, it's time to take advantage of this. The air is thick with scolding and I'm done with this place. Thick with
1: scolding.
2: (laughs) So Sigurd gets home and he's king now and uh, that's all great. People are sad about the old king, I guess, but they're happy about him. I doubt they care that much. Honestly. (laughs) Now there's a new one. Um, But his son is continually crying in spite of having been a good child before. Now he's a shit kid. Just Makes noise all the time
0: a very different approach to a changeling style story
2: yeah that is true
0: we're like something is definitely wrong with this kid but it's not that the kid is any different it's that the mom is different and no one else knows it <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. and we're also we're not going to consider why a kid might be crying whether it's, it's just because annoying of- yeah, whether it's because of identity theft or, like, a medical problem that the kid might be facing. We're just, like, you were quiet before and we liked that because we didn't have to, like, be disturbed by your existence. And now... Yeah. We don't
0: like you anymore.
2: <laughs> now you're an icky kid because you're making noise and having needs, and that's terrible. Um, so the king caves and gets the kid a nurse to take care of him instead. Let's find someone
0: else to make it the problem of.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and that solves the issue and hopefully helps prevent this kid from having serious attachment problems in the future. So, kid's quiet. That's better for for him. Uh, But the queen seems awfully weird now also. Uh, She's a lot more haughty and stubborn and difficult to deal with than before.
0: And casting spells over bubbling cauldrons.
2: Yeah, and that's... You know, it's fine, you got a hobby, hun, but... <laughs> it's nice, yeah. Um, does it have to, like... I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> Maybe cross-stitch. Quietly, in the corner. <laughs> and others are starting to take note of the strange behavior also. Even though it's not... Like, they they don't know this woman.
0: Right, she's she's brand new to this place. This might just be how she is.
2: Yeah, like, she showed up a hot witch. <laughs> So and as we have learned through these stories, <laughs> everyone's
0: like, "All right, Prince went off and got himself a goth girlfriend.
2: <laughs> Great, that's fine. The dream. She's got she's got clear skin and a good figure, so that's all we've ever asked for. <laughs> In a queen <laughs> from a leader, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were two fellows who, for some reason, you need to know, are aged eighteen and nineteen.
0: Which is which?
2: One is 18 and one is 19. <laughs> I see. Does that help you?
0: Yeah. Rosencrantz okay. and Guildenstern.
2: Yes. Uh, they like to play chess.
0: Love it. Great that's their, detail.
2: That's their big hobby. They're 18 what are their and 19.
0: names? Who cares? They are chess <laughs> yeah. grandmasters.
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't need their names. We just need their ages. Um,
0: How are they at Go?
2: The Pokemon kind?
0: No, the board game kind.
2: Oh, they suck at it. Cribbage? I don't even know if they're good at chess. They just play it constantly. They just play a lot of it. I don't know what their relation to the king is or their position in the castle. They do have a room next to the queen's room, which seems like it would be a place where you'd put important people. (laughs)
0: yeah like chess grandmasters
2: i guess maybe they could be like chess prodigies that are they're granted a room in the palace next to the queen in order to just sit and play chess all day which is what they do
0: <laughs> they should really branch out there's a lot of great board games out there
2: i like that they do it in this room <laughs> <laughs> exclusively yeah they're just like in a shared bedroom next door to the queen playing chess all day I don't really understand the layout of this castle, um, so they would often hear her talking while they were considering their next strategic uh, move.
0: So they don't and, play with a clock.
2: Nah. Uh, so one day they decide to drop an eaves, and they stick their ears up to the wall, and they hear her say aloud, "When I yawn a little, <laughs> I'm, a I'm a witch." Like... <laughs> I stole an identity (laughs) I have all her credit card information and her social security number
0: and now you know it too oven I'm talking to
2: (laughs) my best friend and confidant oven (laughs) to whom I speak all of my secrets
1: whisper and bake all your secrets in there
2: (laughs) you have to get them out somewhere and paper's expensive Uh, So she says out loud, when I yawn a little, I'm a nice little maiden. When I yawn halfway, I am half a troll. And when I yawn fully, I am a troll altogether.
0: A riddle. Who is she actually talking to?
2: Nothing. The Um, air. I don't know if this is a spell or if she is just like reminding herself not to yawn in public. Is it (laughs) an
0: affirmation?
2: The jig will be up. It might be an affirmation. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) I am pretty, uh, I am brave, I am a troll when I yawn.
0: <laughs> I am witch, hear me
2: troll. Uh so she yawns tremendously and wham, now she's a fearfully ugly troll. I will remind you that our perspective characters are listening.
1: Yeah.
0: But they somehow, know what a troll sounds like when it whams <laughs> on the ground.
2: I guess uh, yeah, I guess there is a specific sound to troll. That's a troll wham if I've ever heard one. Then from below her floor comes a three-headed giant with a trowel full of meat. And he salutes her as his sister and sets the trowel before her.
0: Which they also know by listening to it.
2: <laughs> Apparently they have switched from, like, listening at some kind of hole in the wood <laughs> to like eyeballing dug it. dug a hole in the wall. <laughs> because they're watching her somehow uh, eat greedily from this trowel full of meat. And they're like, huh, well, I guess this is why she doesn't eat that much at dinner. She she just spoils her appetite.
0: She has her own three-headed chef, and that's fine.
2: Yeah. She just, she likes a lot of meat. She needs iron. Women need more iron in their diet. And she gets it by eating a whole trough full of meat. All right. Back to chess. (laughs) Uh, when she finished eating her trowel full of meat, the giant disappeared and the queen returned a human shape. I like to think of the troll shape as kind of like putting a napkin in your collar to keep your clothes <laughs> from getting messed up. Sure.
1: Because
2: yeah. if you're going to dig into a trowel full of meat, it's probably not going to be a clean eating experience.
0: You get the all, you, all the food gunk on your troll body and then you go back <laughs> to being hot witch lady.
2: Yeah. That's like it's really hard to eat barbecue ribs and, like, maintain your princess appearance.
0: No fuss, no muss.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so you just turn into a troll for a little bit. Uh, Meanwhile, remember the king's son? No. Well, he cried a lot, and then he got a different person to take care of him, and now he's fine. Oh, yeah,
0: babysit kid. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, so one night his nurse lit a candle and was holding him, and then several planks sprang up in the floor of the room, and out of the opening came a beautiful woman with an iron belt around her waist, fastened (laughs) to an iron chain that went down into the (laughs) ground. Did his real mom fight her way out of hell? (laughs) Yes. Yes, she did. (laughs) And that's a story
0: we don't get to hear about. Correct.
2: (laughs) So, this woman silently walks up to the nurse, takes the kid away from the nurse, puts her up against, puts the kid up against her breast, feeds it, hands it back, and then disappears. And yeah, I have yes. hell
0: business. And
2: the nurse is just like, "What the <laughs> actual fuck just happened?" But decides to tell no one. Probably because
0: who would listen?
2: Yeah, one who would listen. Two, it probably doesn't look great to be in charge of the king's kid and to let some random hell lady come and feed it. I am
0: familiar with all the elements of the story thus far, and I still barely believe it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, So the next evening, the same thing happens, except now the lady has some parting words that she says in very sad tones. Two are gone, and only one is left. And then she goes back to hell. Cryptic. And the nurse is like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I don't I don't even know what this means, but it sounds not great. <laughs> it
0: sounds dire
2: somehow. Yeah. It's a
1: side quest.
2: Um, it's like, is something bad going to happen to this kid? Like, is this a, is this a curse I just heard? I don't... Fuck. Um... She doesn't get bad vibes from this weird lady, which is good, because...
0: How could you? She just came out of hell and breastfed a child.
2: <laughs> yeah, those, those are the best vibes. <laughs> it's as
0: natural as it gets.
2: Uh, but she's like, this is above my pay grade. So she goes to see the king, and he's like, look, look, sire, your majesty, father of this child I'm in charge of, uh, you gotta come see this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Trust me Um, on this one, bro.
2: So the king comes the next night and hangs out with a drawn sword, which is a thing you do in a nursery. Um, And then when when Hell Lady shows up, he's like, oh, damn, that's my wife. And then he hews the iron chain from the belt.
0: Yeah. So she had a long hell leash.
2: Yeah. Um, So a bunch of noises and crashing sounds followed uh, and... And the, the whole palace shook in a very frightening manner and it made them all think that it was going to shake to bits. And then it stops. Everything's calm again. And now that the castle is calm, the king and queen do a hug. She tells them all about the witch and the stone boat and then about how she ended up uh, getting taken to a three-headed giant who wanted marriage from her, because of course. And when she refused, he captured her and told her that she would never get free until she said yes. Um, So she hatched a devious plan to consent to marriage conditionally, if she could just see her son on Earth three days in a row and just kind of trust that this would give <laughs> that her an, an opening. Would figure it out. Yeah. Um, but the giant had attached the chain to her and then to his own waist, so those noises that we heard were the giant falling down at the underground passage when the chain gave away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I see.
2: Which means that this woman... Was, was not only climbing out of, of a hell. Giant. Yeah, she was <laughs> she was repelling for a giant. Um. And the terrible shakings of the castle probably just as death throws. The king's like well that explains some things. I thought you were being kind of a frigid bitch. <laughs> um, so he <laughs> goes to the false queen and puts a sack on her head and has her stoned to death
0: with her own boat
2: yeah sure why not (laughs) but we're not gonna get a trial or anything or figure out like what she wanted from all of this
0: i think we know what she wanted which was to live here as a queen
2: i guess yeah i don't know what she was really gaining from that because she still had to have uber eats bring her trousers of meat but whatever it's a small price to pay um, and then after she was stoned to death, she was torn to pieces by untamed horses.
0: It's a little bit of overkill because she was dead already.
2: I guess it's like a sky burial. But it's horse... kind of just
0: making a mess for yourself to deal with. <laughs> uh,
2: the two chess players now came forward with what they'd witnessed, which is, you know, <laughs> a little oh, late. Oh, by the way. <laughs> we totally knew because um, they had been too afraid of the queen's power to say anything before. At that point, just stay quiet.
0: Yeah, just keep that to your grave, friendo. (laughs) Uh,
2: They don't get any punishment for anything. It's just, I guess they they were looking for bragging rights like we knew before it was cool.
0: (laughs) I mean, that that seems to fit the kind of person that would just play chess all day in a castle.
2: At the ages of 18 and 19. Maybe that's why we had to know their ages. Uh, The real queen was restored and beloved by all. The nurse married a nobleman.
0: Good for you.
2: And the king and queen gave her splendid presents. The end.
0: (laughs) Presumably for putting up with all of this.
2: I would assume so. Chess players did not get presents. So that is the witch in the stone boat. Pretty straightforward. It is, but in a a why sort of way.
0: For sure, there's a why element to it. But if the answer is simply, like, to tell a fun story, I guess it accomplishes that. Yeah. Like, for sure, it has some intrigue and twists and turns.
2: I feel like this is a story that could be turned into something pretty easily, because it's got some bones there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, just... it is It is story scaffolding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, this, this queen with the freeze response, she does have some gumption and some cleverness, right? <laughs> she, she crawled out of hell twice. Dragging a giant behind her after hatching a scheme to kind of get herself out of this problem. So she's not great under pressure. Like, in the moment of pressure, she kind of freezes up, and that's that's maybe the character arc she needs to go on, is figuring out how to, like, set her boundaries so that witches don't undress her on boats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because she has pretty weak boundaries in this one. Um,
0: I mean, maybe that lesson was learned the first time, and that's what got her to take action to get out of hell in the first place.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I think like, the major flaw of the story is that she's the main character. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't see anything that she's doing. Because <laughs> we're watching an 18 and a 19 year old chess player watch a witch eat a trow of meat.
0: Yeah, maybe a little bit of perspective shift could help this one out.
2: I do like that the nurse loose end got wrapped up. Because it wasn't a loose end, but it was just sort of a nice detail. <laughs> I, just, I appreciate when stories don't explain major things like what the fuck was this witch wanting? What, what was the whole plan here? And then they do explain things like the nurse got some nice presents. The end. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's the note we want to leave you on.
1: That's all I need.
0: Yeah, I guess in a <clears throat> in a more simple storytelling time, you do just want to kind of end on that happy high note. Like presents
2: were received that's that, all you need to know
1: that kills an hour or two after doing my, my peasant's chores yeah
0: and then you go to bed feeling nice You're thinking about of... like what, what presents would I get if I helped a hell witch or helped a hell <laughs> queen kill a witch
1: maybe that'll happen <laughs> to me tomorrow
2: who knows I should always take up the opportunity to nurse a baby Just in case.
1: Well, I wouldn't go that far,
2: but. Yeah, you're right. This gives. Like, you get the opportunity to go to bed full of pottage and dreams. (laughs)
1: That's enough.
2: Before you wake up at dawn the next morning to shovel more shit.
1: Yeah. There you go. Maybe this deserves to be two separate movies one about the main character and one about other
0: you only get the full story when you see events on both sides
1: yeah and then people have to buy two tickets to your storytellers campfire circle
2: or they get in for free but they have to pay to leave this is our usual business model
0: (laughs) i guess that's the thing that we're still doing huh (laughs) uh splitting movies into two parts
1: yeah we sure are yeah
0: like even that even that new fucking mission impossible movie is part one part two and that seems like do you really need to do that for mission impossible
2: did you really need to do another mission impossible at all
0: is there a mission impossible story that you couldn't tell without doing it in two parts
1: (sighs) i i feel like it's it's certainly doable
2: (laughs) <laughs> After a certain number of Mission Impossible's, they become Mission Probables, and the whole thing—it does. Yeah, the doesn't...
0: notion of impossibility has lost a lot of cachet. Over yeah, the yeah. Years.
1: It, it does seem like actually all of them were were very doable.
2: <laughs> Mission achievable.
0: We haven't managed to kill Tom Cruise yet. We haven't found a stunt that'll do it. He does them all.
1: <laughs> it's the the real the real point of those movies is can we just get rid of this guy somehow?
2: Someone has discovered a, a true evil secret about Tom Cruise, and they had to come up with movies to put him in impossible situations to try and take him out without him or others realizing because as soon as his anger is unleashed, the world ends. Well, that seems as good a place to end this story as our <laughs> our like actual folktale ended. Sure. Nurse gets a present And Tom Cruise Must be stopped
0: At any cost
2: Uh, So thank you to Kid Chaos For pulling off I think a second hat trick here Um, Thank you to Everyone else for listening to the show Thank you to all the people who do Contribute ideas even if I am not able to read them quite as frequently because they are tagged as spook or very long, um, but I will get there. Thank Statistically, you. Statistically,
0: to... they will happen.
2: They they will have to happen. I am contractually <coughs> obligated to dig my way through this list. Um. Thank you to all of our patrons. This show
0: can't end until Folklore does.
2: <laughs> We're <laughs> we got cursed by a witch in a rock boat. <laughs> Uh, thank you to all of our patrons for sponsoring the show and keeping us running. Thank you to our top tier patrons. Realistic Duck, Five-Headed Snake God, Allison, Frog Whisperer, Fox the Great, Lucky, Lord of Dragons, Biblio Princess, Midori, Becca Lobster No Longer, The Other Haley, Kid Chaos, Bringer of Many Nightmares, Grifter, Gifter of Great Folktales, Punisher of the Podcast, Hat Trickster Supreme, Riddles, Currently Trapped in the Land of the Face, and help in Approximately 10 to 15 Years, Awkward. OMG, that party, more like Saturnalia, am I right? Funky little strawberry, lemur, spaghetto, ran out of jokes Caitlin, one cup chopped nuts, optional, if omitting, add one to two tablespoons of all-purpose flour Feeling like this is a chocolate chip cookie recipe from the back of the Toll House cookie Chips, (laughs) sounds familiar Ya girl, Olwen, Allie, Knife Dad, Koba's cat, Vespa is back but stuck in December Emperor Versus putting their crocs in sport mode, Pyrus, Nathan the Scott, High to of Certain Man, A Dubious Little Creature, Haley Prime, Ao the Nightmare, who even is Lily, Izzy, and also Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Doug.
1: Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug.
2: We're what the folklore, and that's how it works. the the ever after. ever
0: after. princess happily home. she happily ever after.
1: This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.